0: Music is like root work. It writes your true name on a scrap of paper and makes you dance undignified like King David. This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast.
1: This is the Hoodoo Music Podcast episode number 41. My guest this episode, uh well, it's it's a it's a tale of two it's a tale of two ba- I, I, like I don't I'm not good at this. They're from Philadelphia and Dallas. They're two people from different cities in one band. They're called Welcome Center. What's up, dudes?
2: What's up, man? What's up? Thanks
1: for having us. Yeah, thanks for thanks for being on the show. And you guys are actually we got to finish this up fast so you guys can get on the road and go to Asheville tonight. Yeah, that's right. Uh so <laughs> Let's 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 do it. In fact, let's jump straight into some music. What's this first song? And uh, is there like a story behind it? You know, um, that's what we're, that's what the people are looking for.
2: Um, yeah, so the first song is Control Alt Obsession and it started, um, like uh, like you said, I live in Dallas, Texas and Aaron lives in Philadelphia so a lot of the music that we do um, we record out of our own studios and then send it uh, back and forth via Dropbox and how this first track, Control Alt Obsession, came about was uh, Aaron uh, laid down uh, a really cool uh, drum and keyboard line with, uh, with his Juno 106 and sent it back to me and uh, I just started writing the lyrics and the melody and uh, it came together really quickly I'd say it's it's probably the uh, it came together the most uh, the, the fastest out of any of our songs and uh, lyrically I think I was trying to kind of tackle with um, two two things that you know I kind of deal with I guess which is is uh, kind of being a control freak and being a pretty obsessive guy and I think I was trying to tackle it from the perspective of both a, a relationship between two people and a relationship between uh, a, a person and a higher power in um, and, and that higher powers control and and you know, maybe obsession with with his creation or something along those lines.
1: So it's a lot of sound for two people to make, um, and and it's, it's really cool. You've got the sampler going on, the keys, the guitar. Why don't you introduce yourselves for the folks at home?
3: Uh, my name is Aaron. I live in Philadelphia. Um, yeah. I play guitar and do some drum programming in the project. I have uh, bass as well.
2: Yeah, and Aaron also lays down a lot of synthesizer too, so I think that's something that we, we both do. I think Aaron handles the, the drums a little bit more than me because he's, he just happens to be, to be better at that than I do. But yeah, I think we both uh, do a lot of uh, outboard gear, uh, a lot of analog synthesizers we use and, uh, and drum machines and guitar. And Aaron usually handles bass because he's just kind of a little bit more rhythmic than, than I am. And, uh, and then vocals and melodies, uh, usually come from me.
1: So how did you meet then? If you, I mean, you live in on opposite sides of the country.
3: We, uh, we went to college together in Dallas and our friend, our friend Cole, well, he, he told me, he was like, I met this dude, lives in my dorm. And I think we all like met up one day and then Jesse and I just kind of kept hanging out chain-smoking cigarettes and talking about the Postal Service. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, this
2: is this is how I think it, it came about from my memory. I, um, I was downstairs doing laundry in my dorm room in college, and our, our mutual friend Cole was down there, too, and he was, he was a hardcore guy and he was straight edge at the time and uh, I actually went down there and I didn't even know this guy but he was like the one dude who looked like arty like an artsy kind of dude and uh, I had asked him if he had a connection for for uh, for Xanax <laughs> <It's>
0: <laughs> and you clocked th- him so wrong yeah yeah,
1: and I, I definitely clocked him on because he was like the straightest edge so, like had like, never drank here, here's what I'm going to ask then did he instantly rip off his shirt and show you that he had three X's tattooed across <laughs> his chest no he
2: was actually I think he was he, you know I think like all, since we were all freshmen at the time and none of us had friends, he was just like, "Oh yeah, man, let me see what I can do for you." And then, and you know, and then, and then I learned, I learned <laughs> later he that he was like, straight
1: edge. That's great.
2: And um, then, so, so then Cole had invited me out to go to lunch, and there was a girl that Cole liked. And so after we all ate, it, he, him and him and the girl, I guess, went on a date or something. And Aaron and I, yeah, we just, I remember we just like sat around that first day talking about music and chain smoking. This was like 13, 14 years ago now, and uh and like we were both like really into the postal service at the time, and, <laughs> and like the <laughs> next fucking day we started working on music together and that's really kind of been the basis of our of our friendship and relationship
1: ever since that's cool what's uh, what's this next song
3: rust yeah the next song is called rust it's the third uh song on an ep we are releasing imminently um yeah the last one that that nobody's heard yet but uh it's coming out soon
1: sweet so uh kind of a Kind of a debut here. Yeah, yeah. definitely.
2: And I would, I'd say out of this song uh, for our first EP, which is called Disorder, um, this is uh, definitely our favorite track and, uh, and the darkest one. And I think this is kind of more in the direction that we're, that we're kind of headed towards a little bit more, which is a little bit bigger, a little bit maybe dancier and dissonant. Kind of just uh, inspired by a lot of our influences, which are, you know a lot of 80s acts right now, like Joy Division and... And talking heads, I think I was in a headspace of I had been writing so many songs that were like um, that were kind of more like a little bit more straightforward and to the point, and I wanted to do something that was that was a little bit less my style. And I was listening to uh, we talked about this is going to be a Radiohead podcast. I was listening to a lot of Radiohead and Tom York stuff, and and I really like his writing style in that it's um, it's not very grounded and it's like it's it's like kind of uh, chalked full of imagery. And, uh, and I think I was trying to go for that a little bit a little bit more. And the song Idiotech was a, was a big inspiration for, for the lyrics too.
1: the name "The Welcome Center" come from? Why? Why or not "The Welcome Center"? Just
3: welcome. Center. It's, it's just Welcome Center, yeah. No, so no, no, the. Yeah, Man, drop yeah. the "the." It's cleaner. Drop the "the."
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, I knew this is this is a question that we're probably going to get asked a lot, and uh, and I wish I had a really good answer for it, but um, yeah, I think it's there's there's no deeper meaning, really. I I thought it was just a, a really cool, simple name, um, and and I really thought it it sounded cool with the style of music that we were working on. And I I was super surprised that nobody had used it. Like, I couldn't even find, like, a a shitty band in, like, some random... Like, a bunch of 17-year-olds who were getting together and writing music for the first time. Reverb Nation Yeah, I couldn't even find, like, somebody in Reverb Nation with a a name Welcome Center. And so I was just like, fuck, I have to use this. And actually, (laughs) this is the second iteration of Welcome Center for us. We started Welcome Center together in 2013 and actually released an EP, which... People probably can't find anywhere called Different Joys, and it was more in the vein of like indie rock, uh, like maybe Modest Mouse and Pavement, and uh, and then we we unfortunately never got that that project off the ground um, for many reasons, and then decided to revisit making music together. You know, four years later, and we were like, you know, that name was so great. Let's uh, let's scrap that EP, that first one, and, and take it on the road again.
1: Nice. Yeah. That's cool. So, you, so the two of you have been. Essentially, making music together for you know almost
3: half your lives. This now. is yeah. This is like our fourth <laughs> project together. Yeah, and yeah, half our lives, <laughs> pretty much.
2: Uh, that's cool. Holy man, that's... shit! I'd never ever thought about it until you said that, and uh, I all of a sudden need to <laughs> need that Xanax. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's cool though. That's cool. Like uh, you know, it's it's cool to see like f- musical friendships that that last forever because it really does add something to the to the chemistry and the songwriting to where you're in tune because you like you you know each other and you care about each other you know yeah yeah absolutely uh, sort of like a just a it, it would sound kind of cheesy to say like a creative intimacy or something like that no,
2: no yeah no it, it is uh, yeah, i don't think that's cheesy at all i definitely think that that's true you know like when you spend so much time working on music together you know you, you you definitely get to know each other and and, and uh, in a different kind of a different like creative kind of way yeah and uh yeah it definitely enhances a relationship and you know i think it can also sometimes put strain on it because sometimes you know we have to take a take a step back and be like okay like we're, do, we're doing this music thing together but it's really stressful and it's a lot of a lot of fucking work and so like we have to take a step back and say like hey what do what do we need for our friendship to like still stay yeah. in, a, in a really good spot too
1: totally well yeah and you know it's it's the same thing i was in band when I was in college, and I'm, um, you know, I'm friends with uh, those guys still. You know, we're not, yeah, that's not great. playing music together, but we actually work together um, on the internet. We. Critique each other's production skills and stuff like that because we're, we're all working on producing or writing music in some form or another. So,
3: yeah, I couldn't imagine me in a band with someone who I wasn't like also friends with, you know? Yeah, I, it would be that would feel really weird to that me. That would be awful.
1: Yeah. Awful.
2: No, yeah, you're totally. absolutely
1: right. Yeah.
2: And you, you mentioned doing the production work uh, or like uh, critiquing each other's production. And so, there were many years Aaron and I were doing our own thing. We were in different projects. I was in a band. He was in a band. He was doing solo stuff. I was doing solo stuff. And we would send productions back and forth and kind of do that same thing. And so, like, like I said, music's always been the basis of of our friendship. Like we sure. like so. He, Aaron was always somebody I could just call and be like, "Hey, dude, I just found out about this like new compressor. Like, let's talk about it for forty five
3: minutes." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, what's this next song? Uh, this one's called Decay.
2: Yeah. The, the, yeah. So, okay. So decay, um, the, the basis of decay is, uh, built around, uh, a really old school analog synthesizer called a mini Moog. And, uh, I wanted this really fat, thick, crunchy bass sound and, uh, and happened to, yeah, just, I, I wrote this bass line one day and then, uh, send it to Aaron and he was like, yeah, man, this is great. And, uh, and then he started taking over the guitar work from there. I want to talk a little bit about that
3: yeah uh the guitar i just tried to make it as like spindly and and fussy as possible um because uh the, the rest of the song is very loose like the the drums we actually it was actually kind of a struggle to get the drums to be to sound as human and loose as possible with the bass because the bass is very Bridget. dominant yeah, in yeah definitely yeah
2: and Aaron uh, recorded live drums for this song so we have elements of live drums uh, live drum recording mixed in for like the verse and the chorus and then when we go to the bridge part of the song we we actually switch over to Casio drums we wanted to like really drop the bridge down a level so we could like really amp it up for for the last chorus when I look
0: in the mirror don't know who's Queen
1: Jesse, I want to ask you guys what what's kind of your eventual goal with uh, Welcome Center. What do you like? What what kind of need does it fulfill for you? I mean, obviously, besides beyond creatively, but is it, is it something you want to do forever, or is it something that's just like the project you're feeling right now?
2: Yeah, I, I think. Uh I think for me, it's uh, it's definitely something I'm I'm thinking about in the long term, and I think Aaron and I have, have had enough conversations about like, what this project is and what we want to do with it, um, and, and you know we're kind of really on the same page there. Like we really want to want to push it as hard as we can and take it take it as far as we can. Like I said, we've done so many bands together, and, and we've been in so many bands together, and we're both 31 now. And uh, you know, it's I guess the way I look at it is you know it's it's never too late. And, you know, I really believe that. Sure. But but in a lot of ways like life as you get older is only getting more and more complicated and complex and so you know it's now or fucking never is kind of how I'm looking at it yeah. in, in terms of like you know let's let's finally do the thing
3: my my goal is just to get somebody to pay for us to go tour in Europe <laughs> it's yeah. really specific and, nice. and nice. so
2: and and yep. for dropbox to hit us up so we can stop paying 10 yeah. dollars a month right. yeah. Yeah, yeah as dropbox. soon as those things happen uh
3: are we done. done yeah we're breaking up
1: yeah. <laughs> cool well so what's the next i guess what's the next step as you see it for, you know, where you want to take this.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think we're both, we're super stoked to be on the road. This is the, our first uh, 30 day tour is what we're doing, uh, which is, which is a lot of touring for, for just getting off, off the ground.
1: So we played in Savannah last night and yep. Asheville tonight.
2: Asheville tonight. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Cool and uh, I think that we're both getting really excited because we booked the tour too and so between booking and then and then uh, being on the road we're getting really excited to work on new music and since we're, we've we gotten the chance to see what the project is like live we have figured out like what we like about certain songs and what we don't like about certain songs and performing and you know we get to like think about those things going into the studio again and, and like we mentioned earlier we're about to put out our first EP and uh, I think that we have strayed quite a bit um, from a lot of uh the sound because it's only three songs and they're like a little bit more like lo-fi um electronic and we've kind of strayed from from uh from that sound quite a bit
1: yeah well um you had one more song what's this last one
3: this one's called um is this all there is
1: yeah and uh and
2: like i said this i think was the song for us where we were like we saw what what welcome center in the second iteration could be um so we had basically written the songs on the EP and then um I wrote a little idea in which was the the basis uh, like the very beginning of the song and sent it to Aaron and uh, and Aaron came back and just like added this really thick bass and and better drums and it was like holy shit like this could be uh, I think we like threw a filter on it so like everything like above 6000 uh, hertz uh, was like totally filtered out so it sounded like this like crunched lo-fi thing and we like opened the filter and like wait hold on why do we keep doing this with the songs like let's write these like fucking like let's write something like big and dancey and 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 meaningful too
3: cool this is also the one song that features our friend Paul playing drums at the end we got a real drummer on this one because I have my limits.
1: Well, not not during this session, though, but on the
3: recording. Right? On the recording and yeah. on, on the sample the, oh, the thing, on the yeah, sampler that we yeah. use. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. yeah. The, so the sampler is actually the recording of him playing drums. Yes, yes.
3: Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's in a cool. way, it features him, yeah. He's not that's here in the room, but he's cool, kind of here in the room. Well, yeah.
0: Shouts out, Paul. Then. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. another country, I found myself again thinking, is this all there? culture to change you, a new perspective to give, is this all there is? Enough money to please me, enough time to kill, is this all there? Feels like I'm moving backwards Feels like I'm standing still Feels like I'm never quite understood It's all constantly changing It's all one and the same It's just all there
1: Jesse, Aaron, uh, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks so much for Our having pleasure. us. Our pleasure. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of a it was kind of a hassle you guys getting here today. Unfortunately, had all. some stuff coming up, and uh, so we were kind of wondering. I guess we were almost wondering if the session <laughs> was going to happen or not. Because no, there was a moment there, but, but we, uh, we made it work. Yeah, we made it
2: work. Yeah, I'm very thankful.
1: Well, where can people find you online? Um, Where can they find Welcome Center?
2: So we have a website, welcomecenterband.com, and that's going to be the best place to find uh, when we're playing shows. we're, We're pretty good about keeping that updated with the latest. Wait.
1: You actually got welcomecenter.com. No, no,
2: taken? no. Band. Oh, com. okay. <laughs> I thought you said
1: welcomecenter.com.
2: No, I I wish. I I wish. So yeah, so we we decided to go with Welcome Center Band for the website. And then the Facebook and Instagram are both Welcome Center Band as well. We wanted to just keep it cohesive for for everything. Cool. And then uh, to listen to music, uh, right now, yeah. uh, as as of current. Um, Bandcamp is, is where you can find uh, the two songs that we have, but the EP uh, should be up in the next three weeks on Spotify and streaming pretty much everywhere.
1: That's WelcomeCenterBands.bandcamp.com?
2: Uh, just yeah. WelcomeCenter.bandcamp.com.
1: Well, nice.
3: yeah, yeah. Broke the formula. I didn't know Broke that. the we formula.
2: Bro- should, I guess we did very good for Bandcamp. But do you,
1: do you link to it from your website? We do. We do.
2: Yeah, yeah. And from the That's Facebook and, and Instagram. So
1: well. WelcomeCenterBand.com. Well, this show is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. The easiest way to subscribe is to go to bit.ly slash localbandpod, and that's, that's got links to everything. Links to everything. In fact, it's got links to the YouTube channel where you can see some videos from Welcome Center and many other great artists. Also on that website, link to Patreon if you feel like you want to support the show. It's not mandatory, but, you know, it helps. I don't want to, I'm not trying to get your money. I just want to make a show. And if you want to help me make it, I won't turn it down. You deserve good music. And there are plenty of great artists in your local area that deserve to be heard. So get out and go to some shows. Support touring bands like Welcome Center. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll see you at a show. Until then, thanks for listening to Hoodoo Music Podcast.